What's up? What's up? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, hosting, doing the most in. For those of you that are new to the show, this is everything inside the world of Apple. This is the good and bad, a deep dive every week. And this show is all about you. We're at episode 73. Remember to be a part of the show. I want to hear from you, especially after this episode. Call in, record a voice memo, then send it to applebitsshow at gmail.com. That's applebits with a Z. Mail it away. Sounds great. And then also, this show is brought to you by you. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is how you can support this podcast starting at $2 a month. There's different levels, 5 10 25 the platinum level Apple at $100. This supports all of the independent work I'm doing, the podcasts, videos. Also, I'm going to start building out some more new content, a secondary podcast show, maybe once every two or three weeks that is about tech geeking culture outside of the Apple world. I know you're going to love that as well. So just bringing more value to that and continue to deliver the same stuff that you love and expect. So Thank you so much for supporting patreon.com slash Tong. the main advantage, a completely ad-free version of the show, and then early access to all the content that I put out as well. All right, the big story this week that everyone cares about, the public betas were finally released for iOS 13, iPadOS, macOS Catalina, and tvOS, so you all have the chance to get them. Now, I, again, I have to stress, I do not recommend, do not recommend you installing these on your primary devices. Some of you are going to do it anyways, and then certain things aren't going to work, and you're going to be not so happy about that. Put it on a secondary device if you can. But I brought in special guest, friend of the show. He's been on it before, Ray Wong from Mashable. He's had a chance to play and use all of these betas earlier back as the developer betas. I've been able to put them on my devices as well. So what we wanted to do is just kind of have a back and forth of what we liked, what we didn't, good apples, meh apples, maybe bad apples. We'll find out. So here's our interview with Ray. All right, everybody. What's up? What's up? Raymond Wong, Mashable, friend of the show. Been here before. He's coming back for more. Raymond, what's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? I mean, I guess I should call you Ray, right? Should I call you Ray, not Raymond? I don't know. Ray's good. Yeah, okay, call fine. me Ray, man. I'll go with Ray. So <laughs> you know what? Um, Thanks for coming back. We didn't scare you too much the last time. Nah, I was begging to come back. <laughs> <laughs> you were on Twitter. You saw like yeah. one of his former coworkers, right? I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> I'm like, "Come on, let's not let's let's not get in our feelings. You're coming back. Don't worry." So, um, yeah, it's, it's good to have you here, man. Thanks, man. All right, so we're gonna talk about look the public betas finally public. So, yes, technically everyone can get them for iOS 13, iPad OS, Mac OS Catalina tvOS and watchOS 6 they're all out not that I'm saying actually the watchOS 6 public beta is not technically out but not that I'm saying you all should get it because really I still don't recommend putting this on your main device but we wanted to bring in Ray to talk about the stuff that he liked the things that I liked with the OSs that we were able to install and Ray I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take the lead here all right which of these let's talk about your favorite one of this batch and then we'll jump into it okay uh easy hands down ipad os yes sir uh, yeah ipad os baby <laughs> um really ipad os is really just ios 13 uh, for ipad with a couple of new tweaks that make it more you know uh, optimized for ipad something long in the coming you know yeah it feels like this 
obviously we know Apple takes their time and that's okay. We're not going to like beat them down for it, but you know, <laughs> we should absolutely it's, it's, beat them. Uh, down I beat them down it. so much. Sometimes like people are like, why aren't you hard on them? I'm like, I can't complain about the same thing for three years. <laughs> I mean, you got You got to make some noise or else change will never happen. It's kind of like, I'm, I'm just going to quickly touch on it. Mac pro, you know, yep. if people, if people didn't complain, professionals didn't cry about it. Uh, we probably would be stuck with that trash can design for who knows how much longer. Well, I cried about it, but they didn't listen. Um, but that's okay. That's okay. You didn't cry loud enough or that's frequent true. enough. Yeah. So iPadOS, um, what are some of the things for you? You've been using it for a while uh, yep. that stuck out for you that really have changed how you use it. I mean, there's so many things. Um, you know, a lot of people say that have said that iOS is really just blown up for iPad. With iPadOS, um, they've really tweaked iOS to make it more. I guess, more Mac-like, I guess, and also make it a little more friendly for productivity. So little features like, you know, uh, maybe they're not little, but like desktop uh, class Safari browser. I mean, for a lot of people being served the mobile mobile, uh, website or, you know, a tablet optimized website just wasn't enough. Um, You needed like the desktop version in order to do certain things. Like for me, I need the desktop version of our CMS in order to accomplish Mm. my work. So, you know, I've been actually using it for what, since I guess the developer beta dropped and having this kind of desktop class Safari browser has been kind of game changing. You know, I can actually do my work on an iPad. You know, you can upload photos from your uh, files app. You can upload from your camera roll. Um, Things that previously maybe you clicked on a button, it didn't work. Now they do. Um, So yeah, basically what it's doing is it's treating your Mac or your iPad, I guess, as a Mac. You know, it tells the website that, hey, serve me the Mac version of this um, website. Um, Other other features... Yeah, other features I like, um, slide over. Actually, let's let's backtrack. I yeah, think I cut you off there. No, no, it's if, fine. Then you can talk about how, if you like desktop class Safari or not. No, no, I, I mean, I love it. I think it's great. The thing is that it hasn't impacted me enough yet. I think there'll be a point in time where maybe with certain browsers, if, that, if I do any work in them, then I'll be right. like, oh, I never... It's one of those things where now I feel like iPadOS, you kind of have to change your mind around how you use it because we've been right. so used to the past three years being like, okay, it can only do this. Like, for example, you have the ability to even, it sounds so simple and stupid, two Safari windows side by side separately. <laughs> like, you would think that that was something that wasn't possible before. And I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to use this. Now I have to remember I can do things like this. That, right. That's kind of the stuff that that makes me go, okay, I need to look. Now I have to reshape my mind and retrain it, which will be fine and easy. I'm really looking forward to, you know, I try to plug in a USB drive through a USB-C hub and it didn't (laughs) detect that drive. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have to just figure out what's, what's the optimal drive. So moving forward, once, whenever they release Adobe Photoshop or if it's an Apple Affinity photo, that's Mm -hmm. where I'm really excited to see how I can use it like on the go productivity mm-hmm. wise making stills for youtube you know like <laughs> on the go like stuff like that that's that i can that'll actually impact me that's what i'm really excited for so um but yeah safari desktop class browsing is a, is a big deal especially for you like you said yeah i mean maybe one of the biggest services uh google docs a lot mm. of people couldn't use google docs properly with you know um real time editing and all the comments uh, from your from your editors or co-writers or whatever. Um, all the features that you get on desktop version of Google Docs is now available because uh, the app was just kind of like a gimped version. Yeah, it was very janky. Um, very janky. Yeah, 
So now you get that. I mean, that's a big deal, I think, that's for, a big especially deal. for students, right? Um, collaborators. So other new features I like, um, the new slide over. So before, you know, you could open two apps or you could have a third app open as a slide over window that's on top of uh, the under, I guess, the apps on the bottom, right? And now it, it kind of feels more like having an iPhone 10 or 10R bolted onto the side. So now you can actually swipe through multiple versions of slide over apps instead of just one. So there's a little, you know, a bar, gesture bar at the bottom, just like on iPhone 10 and 10R and 10S. And now you can kind of just swipe through them uh, to quickly browse through and fan out. You, basically, you're fanning out uh, multiple different versions of different apps. So you just get more access to different apps, which you know, I think is great. You know, with the whole slide over app thing, though, I never used it in the previous iPad OS. And as I was playing it, playing with it, I kind of wish that, yes, I like how you can, you know, take a app and then split screen it. But then I sometimes mm-hmm. feel like when I'm using the slide over app, I never even really used it that much. And I get what you're saying. Like it's an iPhone because it blocks some of the content on that, it does, on that right. screen. Have you found that you're actually using slide over a whole lot more? <clears throat> well, I already use slide over a lot. So oh, you can tell, okay. Is, you're one of those like, I'm in. Yeah. That. I was all in on that. Cause like, so for me, like, you know, some of my favorite slide over apps are like Feedly or, you know, um, the Google app. Um, so, you know, you can just swipe over and quickly do it bring up a Google search or, you know, uh, browse my feed. Um, Twitter is also a n- yeah. nice uh, slide over app. So, you know, like I'm watching Netflix or something or I'm watching like, you know, I guess I was watching the NBA finals recently <clears throat> and then I just swipe over for a quick Twitter feed, you know, yeah, yeah. like I wouldn't have to split screen that uh, or split view it, I guess. Um, so yeah, I think slide over is great. I mean, I love it. And uh, I lo- I'm glad, I'm really glad that Apple's made it a little more versatile. Yeah, see, I'm I'm watching the NBA Finals and uh, TNT's Eastern Conference coverage of the playoffs <laughs> on Inside the NBA. <laughs> it's a horrible plug. But, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm watching on TV, so I'm using my phone, right? Right. But, you know, if you're dedicated to iPad and that's what you're streaming your content on, that totally right. that totally makes sense. I just haven't used it that way, and it's again, it's kind of one of those things. Like, yeah, maybe maybe I should try it that way. Um, what do you think about the just the desktop? file hierarchy i i love that i love i think it's really cool i think it's great i mean obviously you get features like being able to see the metadata a new column view um external storage i mean files app is just like I, i'm a little worried that it's becoming too mac like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um because the whole point of like um the of ios right was to not have to manage and even like dig through these file systems right mm-hmm. that was a mac thing and it's like okay we're or hiding all this stuff. Um, so I don't know. Users are demanding it. They want this kind of capability. And so Apple's delivering it. Um, so I think it's a good thing. I mean, you don't have to use it. If you use it, great. I mean, I think it's mostly just kind of a way to connect to iCloud, I think. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I'm one of those users that's been like, give it to me. I got to have it. <laughs> I want it now. I mean, it's getting more robust. So. I'm really glad to see that they're beefing it up. Okay, so let's say um, good Apple, bad Apple, iPad OS. What do you say, bro? Uh, good Apple, yeah. Good. I was thought you were going to say, eh, meh Apple. <laughs> it doesn't have to be good or bad. It can be whatever you it's, want. It's good Apple. Yeah, I think it's good Apple. Okay, yeah, okay. That's my favorite. I mean, it's my favorite of the three, so. So for for me, if I had to look at this, okay, so we're we're bouncing around whatever we like. If I had to say my favorite of three, 
And the one that I have not even used yet, it's got to be watchOS 6. Okay. I think that there's a lot of stuff packed in, maybe not as um, front-facing, but I'm sure because you're all around it 24-7, you've seen how really like they're... I, they are setting up this Apple Watch to be completely independent from the phone. You know, in the second beta, they basically said, oh, we're going to offer a software update directly through the Apple Watch without your phone. I'm like, dang. Right. You know, they have the app store in there already that they announced at WWDC for itself. They're, you're going to be able to now delete some of Apple's standard core apps off the Apple Watch if you want to. I'm like, yeah, count me in for that. And then you have the audio streaming API that they're using where before you had to use your phone. I'm I use the watch all the time and now I just think like man I don't know how big of a fan you are of an Apple Watch but to me <laughs> if iPad OS is number 1 1A I'm going to say watch OS is 1B for me. All right. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that that's going to be uh I don't think there will be many people that agree with you. <laughs> hey, hey, agree to disagree. That's why Agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. So are you actually pretty much like Eh, are you are you meh on Watch OS six? I'm pretty meh on Watch oh, OS six. Damn. Yeah, I and I own like I I bought two Apple Watches, the original and Watch uh, Series four, latest one. And so, I mean, I use my Apple Watch maybe like I don't know four or five times a week. I don't wear it every day. I'm not religious about you know or obsessive about closing my rings. You know, uh, I, it's a great device, but I also still wear a regular wristwatch. Um, oh, you but, got two yeah. watches. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Um, I, I think the features are, are good. I wouldn't say they're groundbreaking. I mean, these are all like kind of features like, okay, app store. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess. Hold, I mean, hold, like, on, I, hold on, hold on, bro. Or is iPad OS groundbreaking? Uh, with the new, new features. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is turning it into a fucking computer. Oh, I saw you can totally say that you can totally <laughs> turning say it that. into a computer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like watch OS, I mean, I love what the Apple Watch stands for. I love that saving lives with features like the ECG thing. And I love that, you know, fault detection. I think all those features are great. You know, that's why I bought a new one, right? Not because my <laughs> original one didn't get the latest update. But, you know, um, I, I just think that, you know, an app store, how many apps do you actually install on your Apple Watch? I, but see, are, I don't, are you constantly installing apps? You know what it is? I think I don't, I don't necessarily care. I, how about this? All of those little things I mentioned kind of just build, build up to the point that this thing is going to be literally like a standalone device. And so why, okay. I'm, why I'm excited about that is that there's so many times where you have to go to your phone to manage the Apple Watch. Like no one wants to do that. Right. Right. You want to just be able to do it on the device. And then the fact is that this opens it up and I'm not, I don't care about, do I care about how many devices Apple sells? No, because when I was like big all about the Apple iPad Pro, people were like, oh, that is so lame. Now people are like, you know, digging it. Apple Watch. I was like, eh. But <laughs> when the first Apple Watch came out, I was not on board because the software was just janky. But it was bad. Yeah. You know, you're going to start seeing people as they go to this evolution that are going to be able to rock Android phones, but rock an Apple Watch at the same time. And that's that's kind of a big thing for Apple moving forward. Okay. You got a real good point there. I wasn't really thinking about that. <laughs> if you got an Android phone and then you suddenly got this great Apple Watch that's a completely standalone device, I think you're right. It could be a big winner. So, you know, I was maybe I was looking to maybe I'm too <coughs> forward thinking right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what oh, made man. me laugh? You you were like, oh, you know, I like you know, it's nice that the Apple Watch has like health on it. You're basically like patting it on the head like a little kid, like, oh, you're so cute, Apple Watch. That's all right. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's taking a couple of years, I think. And I think ultimately that's really the problem, right? So like, you know, iPad, nobody really understood that what it could be. Now it's finally becoming the tablet it should have been. Apple Watch, it's finally becoming the smartwatch it should have been, you know? Like iPhone kind of like ran right out of the gate, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think there it's going to be very hard to change years of kind of negative perception, right? So like yeah. r- imagine or recall Siri, right? I was just um, thinking Siri, that. Right. Siri sucked. And if you actually use Siri now, it's markedly better. You it know? is better, out without a doubt. Way, better. way better. And But like people have been tainted by the original, you know, version of Siri and they're just not willing to give it a shot anymore. So it's very hard to change people's kind of perception of what these devices are now compared to what they were even like a couple months ago, you know? And then also the reality is really hard is that look at what the Google Assistant is doing. I mean, it is eating even you know, whether Siri <laughs> started off bad and hasn't right. evolved. Google's Assistant has continued to just escalate in advance. And now it's like, oh, yeah, it's just going to be done on device. It's instant. And I'm just like, right. damn, it looks it looks so, so good. So I think to your point, it is hard to kind of change people's perception around something that has maybe been mediocre for a long time. Like Apple right. Ma- Apple Maps is a good example. Like Apple Maps, let's just jump over to iOS 13 sure. as we let's talk do about it. this. Let's like, do it. Apple Maps is markedly improved. I mean, I think I'm not going to say it's on the level of Google Maps, but I think it's to me it's at the point where yeah, if you're using Apple Maps, uh maybe I would have laughed at you 2 3 years ago. <laughs> and, yeah, totally. And maybe and maybe sometime maybe Ray might still chuckle at you, but Apple Maps is pretty darn good and getting better these days where I don't feel like oh, it's so much weaker that I would never touch it. Now I'm once in a while I'll be like, okay, I'll okay, Yelp, take me to Apple Maps. I'm fine with it. Right. Low key, I, I absolutely agree that, you know, Apple Maps is probably one of the best things inside of iOS 13, iPad OS. Mm-hmm. Um, they've improved in so many ways. And I'm not just saying like, you know, more detailed mapping. Like honestly I was just playing with Look Around yesterday. Yeah. And Look Around, for those who don't know, is basically Apple's version of Street View. But it's not just like flat static images where you just like click on little arrows and jump to them, right? It's actually like it it's actually like 3D mm-hmm. sort of. So yeah. you actually feel like you're walking down the street and the angle and the perspective of the buildings are changing, you know? So it's not just like flat images on the left and right and kind of in front of you. It's re- pretty neat. Um, so yeah, I actually trust Apple Maps um, nowadays, um, especially now that Google Maps feels so bloated. Um, they just keep cramming so many features into Google Maps. And I know that people like eat that stuff right up because they just love more features, but it's, it's becoming feature creep, you know? And I just, I can't even tell you what Google Maps does anymore. I'm like, I just want to navigate, man. <laughs> like, I just want my navigation directions to show me. I don't need to like favorite things or like follow like restaurants. Like, I don't need to follow their <laughs> social handles from this stuff. stuff. Like, I don't care, but just show me how to get from a to b you know and apple maps is simple enough to do that and it's reliable to be honest now yeah the the parallax effect it's kind of subtly there i mean you're even seeing like 3d rendered trees that have detail on the leaves i I thought it was actually really really interesting and yeah fine when i first saw them zoom the street all smooth (laughs) and they were like oh my god it's so cool i'm like okay fine whatever i did it street view yeah Yeah. i was like "Eh, it's all right but to your point the detail that they're getting and because you know, in a in an interesting way, right? Google Maps has been the standard for so long, but you know, now Apple's like, okay, we're the upstart. We're gonna right. start just building our own Google Maps system that gives you more detail. And Google Maps is like, 
until we see Google Maps do something <clears throat> similar to where it is, has more of that 3D parallax effect in the maps. Visually, Apple Maps Street View is, to me, better than Google right now. Right. So here's the thing. I spoke to Apple, uh, the team behind Maps, right after the keynote, and they told me that, you know, there is a new generation. So maybe us, right? Us, us old old farts, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we were burned by Apple Maps, right? And we grew up with Google Maps. And But there is a whole new generation that's growing up and they haven't made a decision yet, right? So they are building this service basically for them almost, you know? And you, they can slowly convert us old timers uh, over, over the next couple of years. But for a new generation, they haven't made a decision on whether they should choose Google or Apple. And they also care about privacy and all this stuff. So for them, they have a chance to like kind of win these new kids over before they made a decision, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. And also, um, just to piggyback on why the Apple Watch is so great, um, if you... If you, if you, you just you, won't let that go. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get... You know what? Guess what? In, in uh, Apple Watch Series 5 or Series 6, Ray, you're going to be back here and like, Brian, I apologize. I love the Apple Watch. It took me a little time to get here, but I love the Apple Watch. <laughs> I don't else? hate the Apple Watch. I know, I know. I bought one, man. No, I know. I I know I'm messing with you. Yeah, I know. But the thing about the Apple Watch, too, with Apple Maps is I'll be using it and I'm wearing it. And then it'll like when I'm driving, it'll like kind of click my wrist to be like, hey, heads up, a turn's coming up. And that's actually useful, whether it's in New York Walking those damn crazy maze streets where <laughs> someone like me is like, what direction am I going, son? Like, I'm turning Google Maps around like five different <laughs> ways. I'm serious, right? And then I in in New York, I use Apple Maps and I'm like, oh, cool. Like, it that is one place where I definitely use Apple Maps over Google Maps. And you're like, Brian, just it's it's numbers. It's numbers, right. Brian. It's pretty easy. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's a grid system, so it's pretty easy. It's a it's a multi-dimensional <laughs> dense grid. I mean, for me, I think I'm a New Yorker guy, so you know, I I can see where certain landmarks are. If I see a building, I'll know which direction that's in, so I know kind of where I am. So Anyway, we'll get into another podcast. <laughs> um, also, iOS 13. I got to know how often, or even with iPadOS. How much are you using dark mode? Are you all in on dark mode or you tried it and then you went back? Uh, I'm all in on dark mode. All I in. mean, all in. Yeah. I mean, I love dark mode on all my apps. And it's not just because I have the iPhone XS, which has an OLED display. Um, and in fact, Apple actually told me that they're not advertising dark mode as saving battery life, even yeah. though you have a, even on OLED devices. Um, really, it's just kind of for eye strain, I guess. Um, and also just a different palette. Um, so yeah, I mean, I use dark mode for Twitter and Feedly and, you know, everything else. So Reddit, why not? Did they they say if when you're using dark mode, although they aren't advertising it, did they indicate to you at all? Are they actually turning off the LED to get a true black when it's black or, or not? Did they say anything like that? Uh, they didn't mention that. And I don't, I think the reason why they're not talking about that is because they do use very different salt shades of gray. Mm. So they're very adamant about, you know, certain features like in messages or, you know, in Google maps, if you swipe up on certain things or certain elements, you'll see that there's kind of like a layered uh, view. So you, it's kind of like cards stacked on top of each other. Right. And so it looks more, they're using different shades of gray. So they're not using pure black. It's just too contrasty. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it kind of loses your context and kind of where you are in the system. So they're not advertising any of that stuff. Um, but it looks pretty black to me, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Did, um, um, especially in messages. Yeah. So if you're using dark mode on 
iPhone. Are you actually using it on iPad OS? Because I feel like maybe iPad OS you would not use dark mode. That's true. I am not using dark mode on iPad OS. Well, they don't call me <laughs> Nostratomus for nothing. Well, yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Uh, I just never felt the need to turn it on on iPad OS. Well, I think to your point, you know, when we talk about it, it's more like a Mac, and we know that dark mode exists in macOS Mojave and whatnot. Right. I think it's different when you're on a larger screen. Sometimes everyone was like, "Oh, the benefits for video editing on a big screen in dark mode." I kind of see it, but it kind of bugs my eyes out. So every time, at least on a mm-hmm. big bigger screen, I, I my hunch is that people will not be using dark mode as much as they right. will on a phone. I, you, I think you're right. Uh, you, we hold our phones so much closer to our faces mm-hmm. that it's more straining on our eyes and causes more fatigue. And we sit farther away from our laptops and tablets. So maybe that's it. All right. So uh, iOS 13, what, what type of Apple would you rate that thing? Uh, it's a good Apple. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's, two for two. Okay. You know what? Can I, can I do like a little bit just above? Like, yes. Yes. You can say great like, Apple. You can say rad <laughs> Apple. You can say sad, bad, mad. Okay. Crappy. I'm going to, I'm going to do just like slightly above mad Apple. <laughs> <laughs> average, above average Apple. Right. I mean, there, there's some good features like dark mode, smaller features. I really like, like the redesigned volume control, mm-hmm. um, the Wi-Fi and Bluetooth settings that you can access now from the control center so yep. now you don't have to go into the settings app um i re- okay we got to talk about this yeah uh me emoji stickers i'm just kidding <laughs> nobody cares about that stuff right <laughs> i was i was literally about to disconnect the call quite honestly my finger was like if this dude says memojis i'm gonna hit end. <laughs> no 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 the photos app oh my god it is yes. so good okay, okay for yes. video for video especially video I edit a lot of video, especially for Twitter, on my iPhone, and I just want to be fast, I want to be quick, I want to upload, I want to be first, right? And so now, in addition to all the kind of great editing features that you get for photos, you know, adjusting highlights, contrast, saturation, all that good stuff, um, you can also do the same for video. You can flip a video, you can reverse it, you can crop it. It's, wow, this is the killer app, I think, for yeah, iOS 13. I, I think, absolutely, I agree. In iOS 13 and iPadOS, I was goofing around with it. And first, you know, when they first announced it, you didn't realize they didn't show it off enough, but they kind of alluded to it. And you're like, oh, that I remember watching the announcement. I'm like, oh, that's cool. It's kind of like they're adding Instagram filters and make making them easily accessible. Okay, cool. Like, that's nice. And then when I started using, I'm like, dude, this is the best feature of iOS 13 that everyone is going (laughs) to use every day, right? Everyone's going to use it every day. And it's so simple. And it does it to video real time. That's what's crazy to me. I mean, they're really harnessing the power of this processor. Like you're, you're, like you said, it's happening in real time. It's saving it almost instantaneously. This is something you just can't do on Android, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and I think it's, I mean, first of all, they should have put all these features in iMovie. <laughs> but having it native <laughs> in the Photos app is great. Because, you know, we all take photos. We all take videos, especially a lot of videos for Instagram stories and Twitter and social media or whatever. And we all need a good way to edit them. Um, and this is, I mean, it's fantastic. I've been using yeah. it to kind of like increase the brightness and kind of exposure for like really dark videos. Um, and it's actually improved improved it greatly. And you toss on another filter on top, boom, you've suddenly got a usable video out of something that was complete garbage before, you know? So, so you're saying that you take garbage videos. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Wong videos trash until 
until that's my brand (laughs) that's my brand trash Trash videos yeah trash tech videos yeah no i I think Um, it is amazing i i love it and it's not it's it's literally like all those shadow highlight exposure brightness saturation i'm and i kept on scrolling like this is dope I'm like this. This is definitely the killer feature. I'm glad. I'm honestly. I'm glad we that almost like kind of flew over my head because there's so many things right. to talk about. But absolutely, that that is the thing that people should be uh, most excited about. Okay, so are you still above average on uh, iOS 13? Or are you going to push put it up to good Apple now after we just got all juice? <laughs> the editor. I mean, that's one feature. So I'm still like slightly. I'm, I'll put it a little bit more above <laughs> Apple. Okay. Um, okay. Just because like I don't feel like it's the biggest change. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of good. Uh, internal under the hood changes so a slightly above my apple <laughs> all right yeah let's, let's talk about um two things i have not installed mac os catalina at all because mm-hmm. uh, i'm doing work on it so I don't, right. I, I don't my partition drive out i just haven't had time to do it so You've okay. installed it. Um, yep. What stands out for you? I know every Apple was touting about the standalone apps, uh, right. you know, for t- Apple TV or video service, podcast. What 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 do you think about macOS Catalina for you? Uh, it's also, I'm going to just go out there and throw my rating right now. Yeah, yeah give it a... <laughs> uh, I'm going to say slightly above meh Apple. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say uh, like below meh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's slightly above meh Apple, Man. I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the the fact is that these these uh, operating systems are already so mature mm-hmm. that there's very little that you can add to kind of drum up a lot of excitement. And like you said, you know, a lot of people are very excited for the death of iTunes and kind of splitting that up into multiple apps. But I think uh, maybe the best feature is Sidecar. And you will need an iPad for that. And you need will need to install the latest version of iPad OS for that as well but you know i own both i own a mac book and an ipad and now i can use that ipad as a secondary screen um wired or wireless or and i could also use it as a kind of drawing tablet uh or i guess a wacom or wacom is it wacom or wacom i believe people say wacom but uh as I, a sometimes, wacom. I sometimes like to wacom <laughs> 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 Whoa, Ray, I didn't know, I didn't know that was going to get to that good, bro. Oh, wow, that was good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm still recovering. <laughs> um, a Wacom tablet, you know, um, yeah, I think it's pretty neat. Wacoms are pretty frigging expensive, yeah, so buying an iPad and an Apple Pencil suddenly looks like it's super cheap, yep. super affordable. Um, so again, sidecar, you can connect it to your, Mac, your iPad to a MacBook, turn it into a secondary display, and also get the touchscreen controls, you know, and a full touchscreen capability and Apple Pencil support. So I think that's great. Yeah, it, it looked like, I mean, at least on the website, Apple had put a, a list of supported apps that I guess right. have the touch functionality. They had Adobe Illustrator on that, but they didn't right. have Photoshop on it yet, which I'm curious if maybe Photoshop is going to be supported or maybe they're just waiting it out because they know that Photoshop is coming out for the iPad Pro standalone. I don't know, right? right? I, or it'll eventually happen. Um, but yeah, I, lo- I love the idea of that, even just for video editing, if I can put some of my tools on that mm-hmm. extra screen or mm-hmm. use the iPad as just like a larger viewer on the go. Right. That's um, that's pretty juicy. That that definitely like probably the most exciting one to me. And right. like you said, you know, so many people, not so many, but people in the ecosystem that are that are that would be into Sidecar probably already have a Mac and an iPad Pro. Honestly, right? Do you know the app Duet Display or Duet? 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never used it, but yeah, I do know about so, it. So, right, as soon as that app came out, I bought it, I think it was like $10. Mm-hmm. Totally worth it. Um, and they updated over the last couple of years. Um, and it's basically the exact same thing. The only thing it doesn't do is support Apple Pencil. And it obviously costs extra money. So now Apple kind of just killed it, you know, wow. killed Duet. And it's just like, hey, we're giving you this thing for free. And now you can connect your iPad. And we're adding Apple Pencil support, which is even better so i mean i've been using duet display like on the go with my macbook exactly the way you just described it before um as a kind of extra display for you know um my footage for like final cut Mm -hmm. pro for your trash videos (laughs) for my trash videos Uh, so you know i use it for like you know all my sorting all my media clips on one display and then my main display is for the timeline and you know editing so um, if anybody's ever used Duet Display, this is gonna kill it, hundred percent. Yeah, I think um, I think Duet even outright said, "Hey, we, hey guys, don't don't go. Uh, we've got some new features coming." Like it was almost like they right, did right after right after Apple announced it. Right, they're like, "Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys, we've got something to show you, so stay tuned." Right, but that's what Apple always does. They basically steal everyone's ideas so and true. then destroy them you know i i think there's a you know to me it feels icky and again at the end of the day over time the end user doesn't really care quite honestly but right it is when you've historically covered a company like this for so long i mean they've honestly put a lot of companies that helped grow their <laughs> ecosystem and business out of business over time you right. know and Look, they are their own beasts. And I guess, you know, they could argue, hey, you guys are benefiting from the fact that we exist. That's why you're able to build a market and create it. And maybe it's right. up to Duet to really give you something more. But at the same time, like the general consumer, which Apple targets, they don't even know what Duet displays. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like You got you to gotta wonder, like, how many years do they wait? until they destroy a company <laughs> they're like uh let's give it like two years three years four years all right it seems to be doing all right now let's go and kill them <laughs> well you know also what's kind of scary when you say that when i think about it you know apple runs the app store and they can actually see right the numbers of acceleration right. and they can kind of say hey this is actually pretty hot hey guys should we make our own version of this and then do that which they absolutely have and it's kind of like damn they they do they, they're shady like that. That's some bad Apple business. Right there, man. <laughs> but they can see I the mean, data that points to it. They can, they can totally see it. I just wonder why they wait so long, you know? So certain mm-hmm. features like, uh, I guess, like anyone who's ever used SwiftKey or Swipe, mm-hmm. the keyboard, um, they the Apple will just rip that off lock, like, completely, right? Yeah. With QuickPath, now you can swipe to, like, you know, type instead of, like, tapping on each key. Like, they completely ripped it off, like, 10 years later, though. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And everyone... And, that was one of the things yeah. that whenever we do like prize fights and compare them, it'd be like, oh, Android's got swipe, key- like swipe keyboard and Apple like, <laughs> tick, 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 tick. But now they're just and it's so you're right. It took so long for them to get that. Right. They had, so, it must have been a pat. You know, maybe I don't know if there's patents around swipe keyboards, but they must have had to do something <laughs> differently from a technical standpoint. Like, oh, the swooshy sign is different than the swooshy <laughs> swipe. So therefore, it it's we can do it now, you know? Oh man, it's probably you're probably right. <laughs> right it's, it's something is something as um as silly and as dumb as that, right? You so know yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. One thing was we talked about keyboards. The understated thing that I didn't realize I needed and I loved is instead of like changing over the keyboard to numbers, I can just like this is not swipe related to letters, but you just kind of pull down on the key and then you get the number. Do you use that? 
pull down on the key and then oh, you hit yeah. the number. Okay, so like let's say on your keyboard, whatever. I don't know the uh-huh. number arose. Like if I'm if I'm texting you and the keyboard shows okay. up. Okay, how about this? It doesn't exist on iPhone, but on iPad. Try it out on okay. iPad OS when you okay. see the number on it. And instead of hitting like whatever the number switcher icon, just swipe uh-huh. from like on that key, just like half an inch down, and then it just puts it in as the number. Huh. It, it game. It was like a little game changer, subtle tweak. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, damn, this is good. This is good. Okay, I'm just. So it's kind of like it's kind of like shift, right? You're kind of like yeah, without I holding guess. shift. Oh god, right? Okay. You know oh man, pro tip, pro tip. You know what? You know what? So far, my two like, hey, 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 <laughs> hey bro, let me tell you about this. You're like, yeah, that's cool, Brian. Thanks, thanks, Brian. Thanks. All right. <laughs> I'm feeling. I'm feeling defeated. I'm gonna come up with something crazy, dude. Oh man. Oh man. I mean, crazy. All right. Let's let's talk talk about the rest of Mac OS. Oh yeah, yeah. Catalina. Uh, Yeah. So sidecar is my favorite feature. I guess death of iTunes. I hated iTunes. (laughs) Uh, I mean, everybody hated iTunes. Um, I was I was actually not super anti against it. I it was annoying at times, but I actually wasn't that. I was like, ah, whatever. I was so just like defeated, right? I was like, ah, whatever. Just do it. I mean, the thing with iTunes is that it just slowed your computer down. <laughs> like it, it could cause crashes. It, there's so much legacy code in that thing mm-hmm. that Apple's too scared to touch it. Yeah. Like so, there are three new apps, right? iTunes is now music, um, replaced by music, podcasts, and I guess the TV app or Apple TV app, right? Yeah. And of the three, podcasts is the only new app that's made with Project Catalyst, and that's basically an iPad conversion for converted app, right? Yeah. And so I asked. Yeah, I asked Apple why Apple Music and T- Apple TV aren't Catalyst apps. And they told me that, you know, it's really up to developers' preference. And for them, there's just too much legacy code from iTunes for them <laughs> to restart that, you know, rebuild it from the ground up. So maybe in the future, but for now, um, the code is there. Well, I'm going to tell you that there's times where I appreciate legacy, old school, janky, crappy code because, <laughs> okay, get this, my my original my original OG OG, I got the very, very first iPod when it came out. I'm not one of those people that bought it on eBay later and was like, hey, retro tech. No, no, I owned, <laughs> I owned my damn iPod. I'm like legit, right? So you take the iPod old school con- connected through, um, through, uh, you, through FireWire. So okay. I basically got like a FireWire to usb converter and then a usb (laughs) to i don't know what it was whatever it was it's a three cable link that i had to do in order to connect my legacy ipod into Mm -hmm. a freaking imac from two three years ago and the damn thing still connects to itunes and i can sync it exactly the same now i'm the only person that has probably done that <laughs> Maybe two other people, but the fact that it works, I was like, "All right, that's kind of cool." You know, it's it's stupid, but it's cool, right? I mean, damn, I, so I just <laughs> no luck, man. I mean, that's cool, but like, come on, bro, come on, just just keep your old MacBook, man. <laughs> wow, wow, hey, 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 old guy, hey, Brian, hey, old guy, <laughs> shut up. 
<laughs> I mean, you'll still be able to do all those things. You know, a lot of the iPod syncing stuff, that stuff is now within Finder. So you're not losing that capability at all with Catalina. I haven't tried it with an old iPod. I'll try it with my old OG iPod Nano and then oh, I'll let na- you know. Oh, Nano? I'll let you know if I can get my music on and off it. But not even, not even a mini? Come on. Come on. I'm just kidding. I don't even care. Um, yeah <laughs> Damn, trying to burn me here no, I'm, um, I'm just messing with you yeah i mean it's good legacy code is good but at the same time again you know it can bloat up your computer and i just want lightweight apps i want mac os to fly and right now i mean there's i don't see any kind of like performance boost in catalina but it's it's not slow or anything you know yeah i, th- I think it's i think it's solid i i really Ma- mac os catalina is really going to take off um when we start seeing them really open up the floodgates for iPad apps to macOS, and then how many people are actually going to use them and like them, mm-hmm. right? I I think I think I will. Um, I don't know which one specifically, but mm-hmm. just even playing like a game like Monument Valley yeah. on a MacBook on the go is cool to me, and that's a simple pleasure that could easily happen. I think you're absolutely right. I'm not sure which iPad apps I'll actually maybe use on Mac OS Catalina, but I think for games, oh my God, games are going to be huge. I mean, one of my favorite games is Asphalt 9. I love that game on iPad. Would love it with like, you know, keyboard support on uh, Mac and Fortnite. Oh my God. Just imagine Fortnite, the iPad version of Fortnite running on your MacBook because your MacBook can't play Fortnite properly. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. That's true. Like, Like, I don't know if it'll work. But in theory, it should. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the graphics chip might not be like capable enough. But you know, it says a lot for what Apple's done on mobile, right? Yeah, that absolutely. Your iPhone can play Fortnite at sixty FPS, and your MacBook Pro can't. <laughs> can't even do it at thirty. Can't even do it at twenty. <laughs> it's embarrassing, dude. I mean, last year I was testing out the fifteen-inch latest <laughs> MacBook Pro. I think it was the Core i nine. Couldn't even freaking run Fortnite without like you know. Seriously, it could not. Not at like high settings. I had to drop it down. Yeah, are you sure bad. iTunes wasn't running in the background? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I mean, it just can't, man. Macs are just terrible. Maybe if you install Windows through Boot Camp or something, but um, yeah, you games know, games are gonna be huge. There's a there's a lot of people here that listen, and I, I feel like I get it at least once every three or four months. People are like, "Hey, when is gaming coming to the Mac?" I'm like, "That ship has sailed." Like, <laughs> that ship is long like no one's gonna make a triple a title for the <clears throat> mac platform other than maybe blizzard right but beyond that right. uh, blizzard from a standpoint of like if it's their uh real-time strategy games but um no it's it's not there and now ios and all the tablet device and mobile devices have completely leapfrogged it you don't think gamings or games have a chance at you know, finding the Mac as a home now that Apple's working on Apple Arcade. Well, yeah. the, well, how about this? I'm, I think there's a chance, but I'm skeptical that I just don't. I already know as a. How about this? Maybe it's because I'm a console gamer. I'm right. like, if you're gonna bring, even though there there can be unique quirky games on Apple Arcade. First, how much is Apple Arcade gonna cost? Is it gonna be ten dollars? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be five dollars? Right. Is it going to be fifteen? Then, <laughs> five dollars. Yeah, wish. it ain't going to be. It's going to be five dollars. <laughs> I'm just throwing I don't it think out it'll there. Be Ten dollars. I know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking fifteen too. But and then on top of that, you know, you've got to really put out 
real quality games for me to put down 10 plus dollars on an Apple gaming service when I'd rather right. spend 40 to 50 hours playing Spider-Man. I'm grinding away at Mortal <laughs> Kombat because Mortal Kombat yeah. is the shiznit. Like stuff like that, like that they can't do. And I know there's a spot for quirky indie games. Without right. a doubt, you and I both love them. But, you know, you already have iPad games that are great. What 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 mind blowing game is really gonna drive me to get Apple Arcade? I don't know. Right. That's all I'm saying. I'm I'm not shooting it down, but it really has to be something special to change my mind. True. I don't think it's necessarily just uh for, you know, exclusive games i think it's kind of the game design to be honest i mean i'm playing i download a lot of, i like to try a lot of new games right mm-hmm. mobile games and man games they they're just not designed well anymore you know there's so many things that are just trying to get you to buy coins yeah, and shit like yeah, that and yeah. I, I can't even i'm like dude this tutorial is taking too long there's an ad after the first level i'm like f this you know yeah. i just delete the damn app you know yeah. i'm like not even trying so Hopefully, Apple Arcade is going to be a way to kind of take all that advertising out of it, you know, take all that coin in-app purchase crap and bring it back to just the core um, core features, which is the game itself. Like, you know, I think you make a really great point there, though, like just how the game app uh, buy coins, jewels, gems economy has kind of screwed up gaming because now they're all based on that and yeah i know i know i have friends that work in the mobile gaming and when they tell me the numbers of like oh yeah we just released this game and yeah we're pulling in a million dollars a day i'm like okay fine it's working right it's working from that standpoint but from an actual gameplay standpoint you know they have their hooks built in but the fact of getting back to gaming on a mobile device that maybe is more of a experiential console gaming thing and also they they're ideally partnering with developers that maybe a game like this wouldn't be able to be made and be as successful if they just threw it out there on the regular app store without these hooks. Right. So I think that is a good point. So uh, how about this console level gaming on Macs? No, but Apple Arcade, (laughs) Apple Arcade, maybe, maybe. Apple Arcade, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's impossible. No, no. You you think console level games are impossible? I mean, you got Fortnite, you got asphalt okay you got so many high quality well graphically okay sorry to tell you you might be the only person i know that plays (laughs) asphalt nine but i'm not gonna (laughs) judge i'm not gonna you're so mad right now you are so mad you're so triggered right now oh my god You just put your hands in your face i heard it you're so mad i just i just did i did your audio changed because you put your hands in your face you were so pissed oh my god why this this game is Dude, okay. the stuff they're doing in this game. Have you played this game? No, and I don't need to. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let the Ouch. public. Hold on. I'm. I'm gonna let the public decide that listens to this because we have a legitimate amount of listeners. If they really, if I want to know how many people are actually playing Asphalt Nine or not, you can literally call in the show, like I always ask you guys to, guys and gals. Applebitsshow at gmail.com with the Z. Quick message, you you play Asphalt 9 or no? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get the tally. I'll put out a Twitter poll and find out how many people at least that are paying attention to my content play Asphalt 9 and I will get back to you. Guys, if you care about me, just write it and say yes. I hope <laughs> Even if you don't. <laughs> I hope it's more than 10%. <laughs> okay, I just hope. If it's 20 to 30, I'll be like, "Oh, that's pretty good." But if it's 10% or lower, then m- oh my, my statement holds true. You guys are missing out. You guys are missing out on like the 
best graphics on a mobile game right now. It's, okay, this is how dumb I am. I'm gonna assume it's. A, <laughs> I'm gonna assume it's a driving game. It's a driving. You, <laughs> well, it was, it was it was either that or a dirty spanking game. So, so it's one of the two. It's one of the two. It's a dirty spanking game with lots of in-app purchases. <laughs> asphalt. Oh, sorry. One word. Asphalt. My bad. My pretty bad. much. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. So, Asphalt Ten coming to Apple Arcade. Ray will be the first one in line, opening his wallet for the subscription service. Game Lofts, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that so that's good. Um, I think. Do you have anything else you want to talk about, Mac OS Catalina? Uh, Mac OS Catalina. I mean, a lot of small features. Again, these systems are these operating systems are so mature that there's very little to add. You know, things like screen time, eh, yeah. I guess that's cool. But, like, why do I need screen time on a device on your Mac, like, where I know I'm going to be using it for work, you know? Well, like, when you have kids, you're going to need that stuff, bro. <laughs> if that's in your future, if that's in your future, that's people that have children are like, I love screen time. But it's still not as locked down as they want it to be, quite honestly. It's not. It's not. Um, other features, I guess, like, slightly revamped mail app. Um, <laughs> you said that I mean, with such enthusiasm, dude. <laughs> I mean, do you care about this stuff? Like, no, I don't. Ma- mail app. Okay, great. I guess the you can you know block sender addresses. And, <laughs> okay, that's know. cool. That's cool. Hey, hey, man, hey! I don't know, man. When all else <laughs> fails, when all else fails, messages is getting new memoji customizations, <laughs> and that is what we're here for, dude. Being able to customize your Memoji with AirPods. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Actually, actually, I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of cool. I thought you were gonna go with tongue ring, but uh, you know, <laughs> that's all right. I thought you were going, but okay, AirPods. I mean, cool. I mean, eyeshadow. Come on, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's. Hey, at least you know Apple learned from their mistakes, and I think it was last year's WW two years ago WWDC where they had that girl spend quite honestly like. 20 minutes on freaking memojis and at least this time they're like hey you can do some customizations for like 30 seconds i'm like thank you craig like that was trash last time so um memojis though i i'll tell you like they are fun to play with i'm not gonna lie i have like four different memojis so i'm not gonna lie that's two more than i have i have a nostratongus memoji i have a makos memoji i have me memoji and then me with shades yeah, actually, oh, I'm, I'm way too into, I'm way too in my too too into myself. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> actually, I'm gonna stop talking about that right now. Yeah, before people uh, keep judging me. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Yeah, I mean, a lot of little small features. Most of them that you pro- most people will probably not even notice. To be honest, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm no joke. Like nobody's yeah, gonna. I don't think anybody's gonna notice like things like ooh, reminders app is like new and retweaked. Um, you know, like I don't even use that app, so. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't i mean other than doing like once in a while i'll tell siri like hey remind me of this and then half the time i'm all like right. oh why did i do that okay whatever all right um right. let's jump from uh mac os catalina to n- nothing super stellar tvos i installed it you the cool thing about it, at least with some of these public betas tvos is actually the easiest one to do because if you just mm-hmm. go into your settings then system there's an option that says public beta and you can decide huh. to just turn it on and then it'll say oh do you want to download and install it? like yeah out of all the betas actually i feel the safest putting tvos on mm-hmm. my device because it's like it's just serving video it's not you know i'm not doing any type of big app stuff on there so um it's cool but 
you know, not to your point, like other things, nothing really groundbreaking. I wasn't, the funny thing is like, I didn't, you can connect, uh, you know, Microsoft, uh, Xbox and PlayStation controllers to it. The right. thing is that oh, I yeah. don't, because every time I turn on my controller, it's already linked to my Xbox or PS4. Do you right, know what I mean? Right, so I'm right. like, ah, whatever. I don't need to do that. The, they do have, um, you know, they have a thing for Apple arcade, a little tile for that. And it's not out yet. And we still don't know. Did they say still exactly when? Did they say September? I feel like they might have mentioned it, like, but not a date. Uh, Apple Arcade. Yeah. Do you know off the top? Uh, remember they, off said, the top they, of they just said fall. Okay, um, fall. It's still fall. Yeah. Okay, so fall, December, whatever. Um, <laughs> the Apple way, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Hey, fall. The last day of uh, <laughs> fall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fall. Oh, it's coming in twenty twenty. Thanks, guys. Um. So yeah, Apple Arcade still still nothing there yet, and then. The cool, probably the coolest thing, and it's real subtle, is that you can do multiple users. So right. if you had your own layout and settings and iCloud photos and stuff like that, um, you could put it there. Although I definitely don't put my iCloud photos on an Apple TV just in case someone finds them, if you know what I mean. So yeah, you yeah. gotta hide those nudes, man. <laughs> nudes? I was talking about personal, <laughs> personal scenic photography. Where? Oh my gosh! Oh. This is scenic, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's scenic, right? (laughs) Absolutely. So, um, yeah, TVOS is like, meh, it's whatever. Right. I don't even think the new layout, it's like a fresh coat of paint, but (laughs) it doesn't really do anything for me, you know? And Apple TV Plus, they still haven't given us any date or any price. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, Disney Plus is destroying you in already in my (laughs) mind. Like, I already know I'm going to put down for Disney Plus. It's like going to be like six bucks a month. They can have way more content, way better content. Mm-hmm. And you're like serving me like, hey, uh, here's actors age. OK, I, I don't want to be age <laughs> prejudiced, but it's not for my demographic right now. I'm like, right. give me something cool. Just give me something. One thing cool. Wait, you don't you don't want Oprah? Mm, I actually like I actually <laughs> dig Oprah, but she's not my she's not my jam, man. All right. All right. Makes sense. And honestly, what you are? You, hey, if you're going to be at the first Oprah book reading club live event in two years, whenever it actually happens, <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll celebrate that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so funny how at that keynote, they were so yeah. ambit, like they really made it sound like the greatest thing. And I'm watching this. I'm like, dude, this is smoke and mirrors right now. You know, they bring out all the celebs. They right. stand there and pitch it to you like, um, Shoot, I can't remember what what do they call those upfronts? Like upfronts right, that they do right, in the TV yeah. business, and it's like people are like yeah, yeah. And now like I don't know. I'm not even trying to be a hater. I feel like Apple TV Plus has zero momentum right now. It like fell off a cliff to me. <laughs> they what they need to do is just start showing the shows, man. That's it. That's all they I people care about. I mean, I forget the name of the show that they previewed at. Um, Dub dub, but that was pretty good. Damn it! You actually said dub dub in regular conversation. (laughs) You know, I destroyed the guy for saying that like nonstop. Did you? (laughs) Like they were trying to make dub dub happen real hard, and I know it's within the developer community. They're like, we've been calling it dub dub all this time. Like that's cool, but homeboy on stage was like, every time I can say it, I'm gonna say dub dub. (laughs) I'm gonna say dub dub. I don't care. It was pretty funny. Uh it was good that they finally embraced that i think that's fine i mean i just you're the first person <laughs> you're honestly the first person that i consider a friend to actually use it in normal conversation oh snap i'll take that <laughs> <laughs> and i love you for it that's awesome so um all right well i think that you know are there any other things you know we jumped around with the apple watch so right like, you know 
there was just a story about a patent come in uh, or a mm-hmm. patent that was granted to Apple with their at least working on doesn't mean they're coming out with it, but they're working on some sort of a FaceTime Apple watch where the camera would be in the watch band. Um, mm-hmm. I've been wanting a freaking Dick Tracy Apple watch. <laughs> no one better edit that right now. <laughs> there, there's some audio editing that could have been done right there, but I've been wanting a Dick Tracy Apple watch for the <laughs> longest time. And I'm excited. Like this is, this has got to happen, dude. I don't know what you think about, it. or are you, are you, don't tell me you're going to poop on this too. I'm gonna poop on it. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought we I'm were gonna... friends. <laughs> okay, let's let's talk about the patent. It's uh, like you said, it's a patent. It may never happen. You're just covering their bases. A camera in the band. Hmm. I mean, that's great. Sounds like a great, great idea. But as somebody who used the original Samsung Galaxy Watch, that was a shitty that- camera. That was so bad. I mean, first of all, it was just in the wrong place. Yes, Maybe it was. in the right place for yes. spy spy shots, but yes. like very obvious that you're doing something with your wrist. Okay, and I tried to be <laughs> like you know discreet about taking photos of people with my my wrist. Okay, great, at, s- sounded great on paper, terrible in execution, uh, and I just don't know how they could improve on that like the camera it belongs in the front it needs to it, be, on the, be on the front it'll be on the front it won't be on the outside there's no if way it's it'll on, be the on the band outside. how will it be on the front okay bro 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 okay so i will refer you to because this company really blew <laughs> this company really blew my mind uh-oh, uh-oh. No, no, no. this company really wait wait can't ca- camera camera <laughs> camera do oh, you know what i'm talking about okay no maybe you don't okay <laughs> so there's this company called camera called cmra if you look them up, you can look them up right now if you want to. They they in 2016, they were getting me all juiced because they were releasing app, uh, Apple Watch ban that has a camera. So I was like, oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. And then I, I talked to them about. and I was like, oh my gosh, you'll be able to do video and stuff. They're like, yeah, yeah. And then as I got to talk to them more, they're like, oh, it's video messaging. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. So this is not like even Skype or anything. Like, no, it's their own platform where you send video mm-hmm. snippet messages, not like a real-time FaceTime call. So I'm like... Eh, okay, you got me excited, but they did have a genius placement of the camera because it's on the wristband, but on the top of it, so it's not on the actual Apple Watch, oh, but God. right above the top. Okay, you know what? what why are you, why are you a, hating wasn't, it? Wasn't that a crowdsourced device that failed miserably? I, and I don't think it's crowdsourced. I think they're I think they're privately funded, honestly, because they're still around. Like, I remember seeing that, um, and it's it's kind of like you know the the camera is just slightly on the top portion of the band. It doesn't look great. I will say that. It doesn't look great. You know, it pops out. It's not seamless. It looks kind of tacky. 2016, bro. 2016. Without Apple so you think, money. <laughs> you, think, you think anything's changed? I think that Apple... I want Apple to do it so bad that I'm, gonna, I'm willing to put all my marbles <clears> in and just be like, Apple, make it happen. I, I take back everything horrible I said about <laughs> you guys. Um, and, dude, honestly, it sounds so stupid. I know most people don't care, but the idea of just doing like a FaceTime call on the Apple Watch, like the Apple Watch is already sensational, but you give it that kind of extra. This is reminds me of the days of what Apple used to do. They're like, oh, you know what? We're just going to throw in this quirky, badass feature just because. And that to me is their just because. Like, that would remind me of old school Steve Jobs Apple. Are sure you're not talking about Samsung right now? <laughs> Samsung put it on the outside where you could freaking turn your wrist up someone's skirt yeah i know i know horrible things like no like this is basically this is basically a selfie a selfie placed camera and that's okay right right i mean okay here's where i think i think a camera 
camera for FaceTime on the Apple Watch, great idea. Camera needs to be underneath the display. And I think it's possible. Why do I think it's possible? Because today, on the day that we're recording this, Oppo yes. just announced a new phone with an under-camera, under-display camera. Under, uh, in-display, yeah, under-in-display camera, correct? <laughs> oh, what, what are we going to call these things? <laughs> I think the official term is USC under-screen camera, yeah. Oh, under USC. Oh, yeah. Trojans. <laughs> Trojan fans going to love that. <laughs> so I think that's a great way to make it possible because think about it. You don't need stellar quality on an Apple Watch in terms of, you know, imaging or video. You just need something that's viewable, you know? It doesn't need to be HD or anything. It doesn't even need to be like the sharpest resolution, but you need something, you know? And I think on an Apple Watch, quickly glance at it, accept that call, chat. Okay, bye. That's it, you know? You're not thinking about screen quality or anything like that. I, I'm actually thinking of 4K video on a 2-inch screen, <laughs> quite honestly. Uh, anything less is unacceptable. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I want, like, you know, 50 megapixels on this. <laughs> <laughs> this camera. <laughs> so, basically, you're telling me FaceTime Apple Watch, nay. For Ray. I mean, nay, it's a nay for Ray. <laughs> is it a nay or a yay? <laughs> That's, that's a, that's I want a, it to be. I want it to be a yay, but I'm gonna say it's a nay. It's it's an a nay for now. Fine. I literally no. everything I've been excited about today, literally, you've <laughs> completely shot down. But that's okay. <laughs> this is the world that we live in. I mean, I w- I want to be super stoked and super excited <laughs> for your stuff, but you, like you can't fake these, that stuff. You can't. I mean, these things are great. Everyone's gonna go out and download them in September. It's gonna be fantastic until next year when they're gonna tell you something else you know more memoji stuff <laughs> I, I want something a little more groundbreaking kind of like how ios 7 was you know right, like right. that really felt fresh bro the groundbreaking um, feature of ios 14 will be ar emo- <laughs> ar memojis that you can place in the real world you know that i'm you know that i'm i just it's like off the I top think, of my head th- you know it's gonna be true I think you're right, to be honest. That's... Freaking AR emojis. I'm not even kidding now. I'm like, oh, dude, they just yeah. oppressed me to say it out loud. Yeah, AR emoji. I mean, Apple's all in about AR, right? Yeah. Like, so putting, yeah, ah, man, bitmojis. <laughs> I, I, I will say, I will say uh, real quickly, you know, it's still stuck on my mind when we talked about maps. Um, it isn't true AR, but in the maps, just kind of how they overlay some of the business and you click on it. I thought it was sleeker right. than how it's been done on Google Maps, too. 100%. Yeah. Like, They're doing a lot of things that Google has already done, but with a lot more finesse. Yeah. It's like, damn, I'm like, am I turning into an Apple Maps fan? I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm getting there. I'm talking myself into it, seriously. Yeah. It's uh, less bloated and less trashy, I think. Yeah. So, okay, Ray. Well, you know what? I think, unless you really want to stay for another hour, I, th- I think. <laughs> I th- I think that we're good. Like, just you know, thanks so much for hanging out and just talking about. Yeah, this, all this is great. You know, love having you on the show, and it's always fun to have you here. So, um, would there, is there anything else? You know, could you tell people how they can find your work? Even though we've talked about it before, I always want to give you a moment to shine and just let people know what you're doing. I mean, first of all, don't forget to email Brian and say that you play Asphalt Nine. <laughs> Apple Bits Show with a Z at gmail.com. I really want to know this crap. I'm gonna put out a Twitter poll once this show goes out because this people need to know. Ray needs okay. to know this. And uh, I guess you can find me on all my socials at uh, Twitter and Instagram. Twitter at Ray Wongy. That's Ray Wong with a Y at the end. And uh, Instagram on at Sour Lemons. 
yeah, sour lemons. Someone took Ray Wongi on Instagram, huh? <laughs> they did. And because you know, I'm just like, you're like, damn it, that's okay. It's I okay. was, I was, I was so dumb. Anecdote, just like I was a day one person for Instagram, like signed up on the day of. Dude, all you had to do is make a new account, man. I wasn't smart enough to think. Let me get Raymond Ray or anything. Yeah, yeah. I was just like sour lemons. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the hard thing, right? Back in those days, remember. I remember uh, Instant Messenger and all that back in the day. Right. They were like, what's the coolest creative name? And now it's like, dude, just put your name. It's the strongest thing you can do, right? Right. Back then, nobody used their real names. Like, you know, used a pseudonym, you know, used the screen name. Yeah. I had Brian Tong and then Facebook and Instagram when they, like, did the merger. Something happened where it wouldn't give me access to it. And then they just basically said, yeah, no matter what, we can't let you <laughs> get back and i had posted stuff on it and i'm like what the hell and so you know then it expired and someone else took it i'm like this is this is trash this is the first world problems that we that we're dealing with there's way bigger more things (laughs) to care about yeah i guess i guess all right ray well hey thanks again for coming out buddy appreciate so much yeah thanks for having me all right everybody that was ray wong with mashable and again I want to know what you all thought or what you think. I know not everyone has put on the public betas, but if you have, if you've used it, would love to hear your feedback. Remember, just use the voice memo. Send it to AppleBitsShow. That's bits with a Z at gmail.com, AppleBitsShow at gmail.com. But that's really going to do it for this week. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. And just for all of you Patreon supporters, again, I can't say thank you enough for your continued support. And we got to shout out our platinum apples at the $100 level, Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frater, Jarrett Lewis, and Calvin Fatakar. Thank you so much for your support. And thank you to everyone who supports this. Remember, it helps and you all are still doing it. Five star the show on iTunes. Put in an actual little message review. It helps bump it up the algorithm. And again, I just appreciate you. Always so thankful for this. And also, if I bring value to you and you'd like to give that value back in return, all you got to do is just go to patreon.com slash Tong, starting at $2.00. 5, 10, 25. We've got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline, but that's the way that you can help me keep doing this. And I really appreciate all of it. So, you know, I'm starting to build a few things. I'm going to start working on a secondary podcast that will be part of what you contribute already that might touch on not just Apple anymore, but some of the tech geek and pop. It won't be every week, but it'll be maybe once every two weeks or so. I'm working to build on that and just continue to give you guys and gals more content and show you that I got nothing but love for you. So thanks again for listening. Again, that's the Apple Bits XL, baby. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Peace. Peace.